I don't know, 45? Is it 45? I think we're at 40. 40, It's between 45 to 48. Yeah. I'm Brendan. Still Jay. And and we have... Jeff. Modern Watch Guy ATX. See, that's who you guys knew. You didn't know Jeff. Yeah, nobody knows Jeff. You know Modern Watch Guy ATX. Jeff's a sleepy name. So why don't we give Modern Watch Guy ATX a proper introduction? Yeah, go ahead. Introduce yourself. All right. Hey, everybody. I'm Jeff. I am Modern Watch Guy ATX. Um... Just a big on collector Instagram, right? on Instagram yeah. and on TikTok. Although, You're on TikTok? Uh, yeah, well, I was. I've deleted it. I'm not really putting any new content up there. So just on Instagram and um, just a big collector and love sharing stuff and happy to be here. And mo- modern watch is that like you're collecting Fitbits and Apple watches? Yeah, like- super into like digital <laughs> things that count my steps. <laughs> I like to know what my vitals are. Uh, so- no, I, it's uh, it, it's kind of a silly name that I uh, one of those you could regret. The name, but you grew uh, but too are, much. Is most of your collection more of the modern yeah. variety rather than... Yeah, okay. just not really a vintage guy. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. you want stuff that works. Yeah, you want stuff that works <laughs> and you don't have to worry about yeah, whether want, it's authentic or not. You want yeah. stuff, antique. You want stuff that works you could bring into the pool. That's true. Also true. Yeah. Oh, well, Some basics, get me you know? started and I'm going to get in trouble with the vintage collectors out there. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe we, let's, it's let's funny get because, that going. Yeah, you know what? I was a vintage guy. You are? I thought I you was. still are. So Are you not? Not so much anymore. I've shifted into modern because I got tired of having to take my watch off when I have to work out, having to take it off and I have to shower, having to take it off and I have to jump in the pool. That's what. Yeah. Well, and we're in the pool. I mean, around here in the summer and everything, you got to be in the pool. You got to be order ready to, to jump in cool at off. any moment. Yep. So what's on what's on the wrist right yeah, now? Yeah, wrist. Let's check. do a little wrist, wrist check. check, Jeff. What do you All got? Right. I'm wearing my uh, Rolex Submariner No Date. Um. And uh, for me, this is this is the watch. I just think that the simplicity, the symmetry. Um, so this was my 40th birthday present to myself. Um, so it's got a special place for commemorating something. And it's just the watch. Happy How, birthday. Yeah. Hey, you know, someone on, we're doing live real quick. Oh, we are? Text, <laughs> so someone asked, is that modern watch guy? ATX, yeah, ATX, it is. Because right. I turned it on after we did the intro. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Hello, sure is. <laughs> so we're live. You, Bren, Bren, what are you wearing? I got a brand new watch, the Formex Space Rock 41 carbon composite case with ceramic bezel and crown. This thing is amazing. It's The meteorite in it is four and a half billion years old. He didn't even get a discount. Yeah, I paid full price for this thing. Wink, wink. wink. <laughs> but this thing is, it just slaps. It's modern, but also ancient, if you think about it. Even, maybe even older than our Earth. And it somehow went through all of the silent abyss of space and landed here. Abyss? You know that word? I looked that up. <laughs> I love it That's when people watch. use big words, man. Yeah. That's a really cool watch. Let me photosynthesize you guys my watch. <laughs> <laughs> How old is yours? <laughs> this one is a Cartier Santos Medium. I forgot I had it, <laughs> uh, but now uh, it's back on the wrist and it's not bad. I like it. Uh, I think like me and Jeff were talking about it earlier and how it's good because you could remove links, no problem. And it's just so the technology on the that tech bracelet is, there. is amazing. Yeah. And I love how it's a, it's a butterfly case. clasp, but you can close it without having to worry about closing the one side first. You can just slap it in there. Yep, that's what happens, dude. And the whole thing about it, um, I'm just a, I'm a fan. You know what I mean? So, 
Anything happened lately, Bren? So uh, let's catch up. Okay. Real quick. We'll catch up with me. I just got back from Microlux Chicago. That was interesting. They had that shit in the mall, but it was like in a CB2. It was the weirdest thing, but it was good. I mean, a lot of, you know, cool brands, a lot of cool people showed up. You know, Rich is amazing, um, but it was in like a, it, it was like a high end uh, furniture shop. So me and Saul set up our little booth and had all the brands and people come by and talk with us and get on the podcast. That episode's going to come out actually probably already probably aired before this. Yeah. But we were in a, um, in like a display kitchen and this is like a high end kitchen and you, you, you tap something and it comes out and hits you. So we're getting freaking thrown around back there like the whole time. And, it, but it was, and there was like tiles everywhere and we're like, where are we right now? Uh, yeah. Cause they were at Microlux last week, uh, for people that asked why I didn't go, uh, it's, uh, cause I didn't want to fucking go to Chicago. Yeah. I will say the Austin Microlux huge turnout compared to Chicago, like Austin, People Give definitely me turned up. Dude, I think if Austin was 100%, Microlux Chicago was like 20%. No, yeah. what? It was a massive Come on, difference. Chicago. Yeah, I don't know what was going on. Maybe I'm born too- and raised in Chicago. I'm disappointed in my Oh, life. really? Damn. And it was in the mall. It was Where like was, what mall was it? 900 Michigan Ave. Oh, it was downtown? Yeah. So it's like you could, you get there, take a train, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The parking kind of sucks if you had a... But nobody... Would drive. Yeah, drugs no would drive. Not downtown. Yeah, yeah. So it was easy to get to. I don't know what happened. It was a little cold that weekend, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, Chicago's but used to it. They're used to that. I don't know, man. Yeah, plus we've seen wind up. Yeah, wind up. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> I don't know. But now wind ups this weekend. But I don't know if we're going to go. I don't know if we're going to go. So my son is going to prom to, in California because his girlfriend's in California. This kid's a freshman, by the way. And he's going to California tomorrow. Like, I'm taking him. I thought I booked him, like, an 8 p.m. flight. I, and he's like, Dad, you booked an 8 p.m. Shit. Now I have to go to the airport. <laughs> and so he's going to be there. Now, me and Brem were talking. We're like, maybe we should. We should just go, dude. <laughs> like, just go for the weekend. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. About How about that. you? Did you have anything cool? I don't know. The best part of that story was the face you made when you said he's a freshman. Mm-hmm. The pride right there of a, fr- a freshman going to prom. A prom. That's my son. That's actually da- a big dating, pull. Dating a senior. See, I knew he wanted to go there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah he's proud. <laughs> of there was more that he proud wanted. Proud yeah, you know what? Be. He he actually worked for his ticket. He did. He pulled go. all the weeds in my in my yard. Nice. Yeah. Nice. He's good. He's a hard worker. He's gonna go. He's gonna go far. Okay. Next time he needs to go somewhere, I've got weeds as well. So. <laughs> there you go, Ryan. You heard that? Yeah, you heard that. Closer <laughs> to our house because I live up north. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Anything What's been happening with you, Jeff? You know, just living life. Just, uh, um, gosh, I don't even know. Just working and nothing major. Just kind of living, living the dream, I guess. Or the nightmares or dreams too. But that's right. Whatever it is. Hell yeah. Well, so this episode is more of a collector's corner. Collector's corner. Ooh. The way you look at it. Here, hold this. Um, it's supposed to be like an ongoing series that we have where we have either a friend of the show or someone who is into collecting um, kind of just kick kick back, you know what I mean? And just talk. And this one is, we're going to talk about some of the watches and then we're going to talk about you as a person, right? So let's start with the watches. So I know you brought like a role there. Yeah. So what are some of the watches that are there? Well, first I want to give a little shout out if I could. Yeah, absolutely. Mirage 
Luxury Travel. Thank you, Mirage Luxury love, Travel, love. for sponsoring the episode. Yeah. Thank you for sponsoring. <laughs> right. I signed them up for it without them ever authorizing that. Um, but I, I just love these guys. These guys. Um, Are they local? No, they're out of California. Ralph, the CEO. Um, it's just, it, it's a very affordable, you know, call it $60 roll. But yeah, absolutely. They, the, each of the slots lock in. It has a thing right here. It's where got you a perfect can... place for pictures, right? You can kind of fold over the the top and you can get a nice picture of the watches um but you know the cushions the the velvet on the inside is really nice but they wait lock this is 60 in. bucks there's 60, no way 65 on amazon yeah so my thing is i don't really like the ones that uh snap in yeah these slide in yeah i can see so and so not only slides in it has the spot for the roll correct itself to go in so you could take an actual fucking picture correct and the the snapping in, Hercali does it, and they're good. They're great quality, but the, I just don't like that snapping in piece because you know if you don't quite get it right, they kind of the uh -huh. middle one is always the hardest one to kind of get snapped. Yeah, in. that's it's right because a, it's two. Yeah, it's just kind of a pain in the butt. So I really like this, just the slide in feature. It may, can I take it out? Yeah, please. Um, I have probably three of these Mirage. I've, it's a standard gift for me for friends and stuff for birthdays and whatnot. But um, the thing I like, they have a six watch roll. I should have brought it for y'all. I didn't know we were gonna. It's it's gigantic. It's is it's, it long it's not any it's longer. Like long, it's the same length. No, it's the same length. It's, double, it's, it's double, a double row. Yeah. So it's it's like it's more tall. It's like than theater it is seating. Long. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's like yeah. theater seating. I have some pictures of um. So I have the so six. And, and is the double one twenty or is it? There's a discount if you get that uh, many slots. I don't think it's a double price. I think it, I think <laughs> so there's you get like a little... yeah. It's like <laughs> if you <laughs> buy five for the price of four type thing. Like an Invicta type of thing. Buy ten for the price of one. Let me tell you though. Actually, for what it is, I think the sliding design is better. I do too. And I do like that you're able to do this yeah like they're folding over the folding the, over the top so that you can like, kind of show the i feel like this you could actually keep around if that's if you're if small collection one to four watches yeah you could just have that and not even have a watch box and things like I that i like the color it's like a burgundy i do like yeah. it and i've beat this thing to, this thing's gone on a lot of trips i'd never go anywhere without one of them i have a two i have three of their rolls i have a two watch roll a three watch roll and a six watch roll i've only used the six once because gosh i get nervous traveling with that I, many of my watches let me on ask me. you a question when you travel do you bring all your box and papers with you no <laughs> so that yeah. way if you get one robbed, of my luggage is yeah. just for that uh, <laughs> yeah. just in case you get robbed you can say hey guy uh, i have the, the box, box and papers. Yeah, yeah. like i don't want you to get less value from what you're taking from me <laughs> i do like that okay cool yeah by the way we're not actually sponsored by that that's that's just a fucking nor cool am i role. by the way yeah no, i just actually like them that's what happens when you have a good product and you don't have to chill yeah mm -hmm. yeah that's a great like I'll, I'll, check out. Okay, yeah, I'll check them definitely. out i'll check them out i love them and and they're great if you dm them they're great responsive and um where they know. do you know where they're based out of california, california. california? did you yeah. not listen no <laughs> <laughs> okay so, so let me ask you a question right so the okay sorry before i ask you a question i should <laughs> talk about what role what watches are there yeah so I, I jumped into the role and not the watches so go ahead so i brought i i tried to i thought about which watches to bring and i was thinking you know, how do I, I wanted to bring watches because I knew what you said about the collector's corners, more about uh, what's important. So I, each of them have a bit of a story for me. Uh, one, I, I said that the, what I wore is for my 40th birthday. So just kind of commemorating time, which is a big thing for me in collecting with my dad as well. And then the uh, Aquaterra Seamaster, which uh, was a gift from the founder of the company I was the CEO of that we sold. And the whole the leadership team got one on the day we sold our company. Oh, nice. Oh, wow, so, nice. so we all have this 
same watch. Even the ladies on the team have a, the ladies version of it. Um, just an awesome way to, you know, we'll, we're all walking around the company that now we're a part of and, you know, just see each other wearing it. It's, it's like a really members cool. only jacket. Yeah, it kind of is like, like real subtle version. <laughs> We've gone to meetings together and there's people who are like, why do you all have the same watch? It's really weird. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> it's a cult or it's something. It's real weird. What's going <laughs> Me on Me imagining here? it, like they walk into the room like Shark Tank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except they all have fucking Omega Alcateras. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. It's a subtle thing. And then um, the the my the second one I brought was my Monaco. Um, and I just, I feel like I might be the only one still in on Tag Heuer. And I, and I feel like I, there's certain parts of that, like the Monaco to me is just an iconic piece that has a spot in any, everyone's collection. And uh, if there's a watch that you can spot from across a restaurant, it's the Monaco. I feel like everyone can see that from across the way. So I just, I love it. I think it just has that great shine. That's sunburst dial. Um, yeah. Doesn't have market point in time for me other than I was in the islands and I always buy a watch when I was in the islands, no, but no, I just uh, love that watch. There, there's, there's a few of you guys who like tag literally a few. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, did you see the new launches of the new Carreras? Isn't the there one that Carreras? was like super expensive? There was one yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like the two hundred thousand dollar one. I'm not on board with that one. That's not where I'm going. <laughs> I, at least I don't think they're getting everything right. I do think that they're doing some good things again. I agree. I agree. Um, and then the last one I have is the uh, Apollo Eight uh, Speedmaster. Um, we were talking earlier about like what is really a limited edition. I don't even think this was ever mentioned to be a limited edition, no. but it's probably one of the hardest to uh, not, it's not the Snoopy by, by any means, but it's been a hard one to get. And, um, our local guys, uh, at Corman told kind of told me that when I didn't, I was just getting started and I loved it from the get go. And I'm super glad that they kind of influenced me to, to grab it when they had it. So, um, I just love the details on it, how it's it, like on the back, it says, we'll, we'll see you on the we'll, uh, we'll see you see on, on the, the other, other side. side. Um, and everything that's just really involved in that. Oh, now Ren's yeah, grabbing now it so that. he can now check it out. I heard the story. So, I mean, like, do you know, like, the dial is um, wow. ceramic dial, Sick. but it's been formed with lasers to be the contour of the, of the moon, where it has a dial, some of its open dial. And then on the back, it says, we'll see you on the other side, and it says the date of the mission. Um, the, the loom on it is phenomenal. So I just, I think that watch is so cool. All ceramic. And this is the strap it came with? That is the is OEM strap, yeah. Super sporty strap, man. Yeah. It's a this is really cool. It's, sport. it's badass. Yeah, I, I love like that, that watch. It's a cool watch. And it's just, you're not going to, you're not going to show up with too many people wearing that. Oh, this is rad. And I don't even like Speedmasters. You don't? No. Hmm. Um, sorry. It's, I don't like it because of the Speedy Pro. Okay. Because they like kind of sat on that laurel for far too long i mm -hmm, feel mm -hmm. like the space is cool and all but bro come on yeah like you know liking space is not a personality trait unless you're like four <laughs> i don't know my uh, so the first watch that got my dad to, to get out of tag Heuer was the the moon watch because my dad's like avid reader of space and stuff like that and he, the other he also has the bramont stephen hawking's edition oh nice that's cool it's got actual pieces of stephen hawking's desk in the back in the case back yeah. it's cool um, I heard that guy party with Jeffrey Epstein, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually serious. He, went to, he really? went to his island, yeah. Yep. Well, he went to his island a what? few times. It's, not, it's nice to know his island was handicap accessible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jeffrey thought of everything. Dude, the he guy really thought he, of everything. He like, covered all of his bases, dude. Yeah. yeah. You know, Smart the thing, it, it, this is so much easier to wind than my Sapphire Sandwich. 
Like the crown is yeah. just bigger and easier. Yeah. And for a 44 Great, plus man. millimeter, it does not, it fits thin. I had uh, one of the guys in the group uh, put it on. He said, this is a 44. He was shocked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is That's great. surprising. It doesn't this look like awesome. a it's an awesome watch. I love it. Thank you. Doesn't look like we have two space watches. We do. Yeah, because of the foreign max, because it has a meteorite, but it never went. I guess so. <sighs> yeah. Oh, okay. When you put it on, it goes. <sighs> <laughs> All right. So let me ask you now. Yeah. Uh, the question. So, yeah. What was your first watch like, and you know what did it mean to you at the time? Yeah. So I mean, very first watch is really the first one I would say kind of got me going on it. it was a Bulova. Um, and it was just on a cruise. My now wife, then girlfriend, uh, was like, we we're just kind of looking, you know, the cruise ship pulls out all the, all that kind of tier right. watches in the middle. And, yep. you know, as you're walking to dinner or whatever. And, uh, um, and I just saw this brown Bulova that just looked, looked amazing. And, um, you know, it was just, you know, all style. I've always been, I'm much more of a, I like them for the style of them more than just I'm how they look a gear guy. Yeah, the, yeah. How they look and how they, how they feel and all that kind of stuff. So that's kind of what got me going. And then it kind of just grew from there. Friends, you know, start to watch guys, find watch guys. Right. You know, it's weird. Yeah. Um, and so I started to get into it and, you know, I was definitely that guy that was like, I am never going to spend more than 200 bucks on a watch. Oh, all of us were at one point. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. And now there's a less than I would never spend. Now you get a call than, more often than a more than you get the call. Hey, we have the Daytona ready. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How cheap. That's such a bargain. That's great. It's like, babe, I need to go right now. Yeah. 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 I got the it's Pepsi like call last sale. year. So you still have that Bulova? Uh, I do. You do? Oh, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. That's I cool. It doesn't get a lot of, it doesn't get well, wrist Well, obviously, time. right? Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's a cool piece and, you know, it's kind of one of those, um, I don't really trade out of much, especially at that low rank. Cause what do you trade out of? Like, you're, what am yeah. I going to get for it? 50 bucks at best. Like a couple, well couple of tacos, just right? Hold just hold on. Yeah, it's exactly. worth more There's, for the memory. Give it to my daughter as she grows up That's or something cute. like that, you know? Yeah. So, so since you still have it, what does it have any significant meaning to you? Yeah, I mean, I think that one is a lot about like the relationship. At the time, my <clears> wife and I were just dating. It was pretty early. So, you know, that kind of takes me back to that. And I've got another one, another Boulevard, kind of in that same similar time when my grandma died that, um, you know, used the inheritance for that and, so just smart, like they all have a little bit of significance. There's at least, if they weren't purchased for a significance, there was a significance that happened while I was wearing it. So. Hit him oh, with the brand. Okay. Speaking, it sounds like you have a pretty large collection. Yeah, what I should you? be modern Bulova guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm clear, I actually have three of them. My wife gave me a, a Bulova for our wedding as well. So um, I've definitely. Three big Bulovas. I have three of them. Yeah, I'm a big man. Yeah, exactly. What's the most valuable wristwatch you've ever owned and what made it special a valuable in money no monetary anything or to me well i if my wife's gonna listen to this i have to say that third boulevard that she gave me on her wedding <laughs> day right um uh i think i think for me there it's either that one because that you know no matter what that stays in the main box it doesn't move off to like the boxes that are under the shelf or whatever um no matter what the price point or any of that kind of stuff. It comes out definitely on February 11th every year and then some other times throughout the year. And it's a great, it's a great Like when watch. you have to apologize for her for doing something. Yeah, to, you know, yeah exactly. <laughs> Whenever I'm in the doghouse, which is frequent actually. Um, and then, you know, I think for me, the, the, the Submariner no date is, I just love this thing. It's just the perfect it's classic. watch. It's classic. It's a, I think so. You know, like I think um, some people say, oh, it's big or whatever. And I'm like, man, I like it. I would it. just say I grow up. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, do some do some lifts. Do some lifts. Do yeah. some push-ups, dude. <laughs> and like what's cool with that sub, right? It's like or even with just Rolex, it's like synonymous yeah. to like value. So you could be in any part of the world and still get money out of that if you need to in yeah. in, in an emergency. Like if you're in a pinch. I, I mean, and I just think it's like how many how many dive watches have de- have taken design elements from that since yeah, the, yeah, since absolutely. it was launched, right? So it's it's created its own kind of iconic nature mm-hmm. just by nature by of itself. being perfection. Yeah. So how many watches do you have? I think I have twenty eight. Honestly, I thought it would be more. That's a pretty good amount. Yeah. Well, it's I think it's a little light. But uh, no. <laughs> Jesus, dude! Yeah. I, I, but I don't trade out of watches. Like I only you hold on to them. I, I've only traded out of maybe three in my life, and and most, and even that feels painful to remember about. What were they? Uh, so one was my first Tudor. It was the Tudor S and G, uh, steel and gold, um, with the distressed leather band, but the black dial, not the champagne dial. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, it's a Black Bay Forty One. Mm-hmm. No, okay, not the well, they. I only get issue with Tudor is they name everything the same for Black yeah, Bay. Yeah. It's There's Black two Bay. different Black Bay 41s. I'm talking about the Black Bay 41 millimeter, but it's the normal Black Bay dive watch, not the okay, not the one that's oh okay, not the I, one. I, I think I, I do know what you're talking about. Now. Yeah, it's not the ETA. No. Yeah. No. Gotcha. So, um, and then uh, I, I've traded out of a Carrera, uh, Tag Heuer Carrera. Actually, combined the two of them for the Tudor Herods. It's the the oh, green. Wow. Black, yeah, the green one. Bay. Yeah, so I, I kind of said I'm I'm not going to wear two of these exact same case tutors, so I'm going to go with the green one that you can't get in the United States. You can only get it at a grocery store. Uh, well, department store. <laughs> I, I know. know. I know. <laughs> it's not I at the bodega or at the bodegas. Yeah, because um, before the show, we went to a bodega, the bodega near Brendan's house. Awesome watch shop they have in there. Yeah, classics in there. You could um, buy. You could buy your grocery there. And a watch. And a watch. And like random home supplies. Yeah. yeah. And some boots. They're dad boots. But yeah, have a clothing section. That's, that is true. And some old English. Yeah. And some 40s. <laughs> so but, uh, how would you say watches have played a role um, in your daily, in your routine. daily routine? Oh, well, um, I mean, it's a part of what, you know, what do I wear? It starts with the watch and then I f- everything else forms around Everyone- Oh, for real? Oftentimes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's if, cool. If I, like, I wake up and I have, like, a, I'll look in the watch box and some days I'll have, like, a real excitement. It kind of, like, a, that's what gets my day going. Like, that's I can't awesome. wait to wear my sub or I can't wait to wear my Santos or something like that. Um, and, and the Santos is just such a phenomenal fit. Uh, you When you were doing your wrist yeah. check, I'm like, I think you're underselling that watch a little bit. Yeah, uh, I, it's, I think I'm, um, like, that underselling watch is awesome. it. I think it's only because I've worn the Starbucks for, like, months straight. I think that's the only reason yeah. that I'm kind of underselling anything else that I own. Yeah. You're in that honeymoon phase yeah. still with that Starbucks, huh? Yeah. That's a long honeymoon, too. That's pretty great. Well, yeah, dude. Like, most marriages don't even last that long. <laughs> Definitely not a Kardashian. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. No, so I think um, daily life, I typically, I'll wear more than one watch a day most days because I work from home now. Uh-huh. I'm not, you know, not cha- so I have the access to my watch box. All day, all long. day. So I'm so changing watches. On, you just every Constantly. like lunchtime. Yep. Time to change. Yeah, just like hey, so you get a feeling. You're and you're you do a lot of like consulting, business consulting. Yep. yep. Do you find that that watch you, being in the watch culture helps you do business in any way? It doesn't help me do business, but it's nice to have something to talk about when you're when you're having social time with a client and it, yeah. you kind of get out from the normal like 
talking about exactly what we're going to do on some sort of technology or something. And you just kind of start getting to social talk, you know? Yeah. It you know, makes it a little more kids personable, have right? Conversation yeah. So many times, so right? Puts yeah. it in a different realm. Yeah. Any so. funny stories from that situation at all that you could share? Anything good? You know, it's funny more often than not, it's later in my relationships with clients that now they come to me helping to help them figure out what watch they're going to get. And so it's not usually like in an early stage relation, client relationship, but later after they've now seen that, you know, I come in four or five different times with them and wearing different watches, they start to ask Notice questions. It. Yeah. And, um, and so I have probably, I have a ton of friends and, 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 you know, business clients that, um, I'm, a, I'm kind of like their, uh, watch concierge. So, so how much is your consulting rate for, yeah, for the watches? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm really inexpensive. I'm too inexpensive on the, the watch the side watch, for sure. Watch consultant. What yeah. do you tell them to buy? If yeah. I were to come to you, Hey man, I, I want to get into watches. I have like, I don't know, $3,000. What should I buy? Yeah. Well, I think that uh, what I, I really enjoy trying to like look at the person and figure out for them, like, so a friend of mine, we were on vacation in the Bahamas just last month, and she was talking about how in her business group, every woman has a role or everyone has a Rolex and she should get a Rolex. And I said, that's not what you should get. You should get the Bulgari Serpenti. And she, did she get the Serpenti? She's going to. She's that's not a yet. That's a cool pick. That's such a fuck. But I'm like, cool that is because she's a, she, she wears a lot of arm jewelry. She is, she, but she's not the lady. She's a very high fashion woman. She's not the woman that wants to wear exactly what everyone else has, but she wants to be on that level, right? And so that that Bulgari, to me, was a like that is who she is. The Serpenti so, is so it's cool. It's also, so cool. I feel like mo only most. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Like yeah. seriously, they, they'll like you check you off the store. To you gotta, you gotta. They won't let you buy it, it unless I don't you're think... sexy. They'll say nah. <laughs> get the yo. Uh, is that why they wouldn't let me get it? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. dude. I tried too. They said no. Uh, hey, don't wait, shame. <laughs> what? Right. How is that weight shape? You can be. Oh, oh, I, I said. Uh, I said uh, sexy. Uh, uh, You're the one drawing the dot hey, connections there, hey, buddy. Bren, that's rude. I was eating a fucking honey bun. You're telling me that? <laughs> Get real. I did go into the uh, Bulgari store in Chicago in the solid gold Octofinissimo. Dude, uh, Jesus, I love the Octo. Sick. Yeah. Solid it's gold. It's amazing. Yeah. It was amazing, dude. I love the Octo. I I will have one of those at some point. It's great. It's such a cool watch. Yeah. And. I, the first time I ever saw one was at one of your your meetings. Oh yeah, yeah oh the Formex yeah. one with Nan. Yeah, and I was like, man, this is blow. And then finally, that you know, started to have some in stores where you can mm -hmm. check them out, and they're cool as hell. And they're so I like a lot of them. I like them. So I like them, yeah. since we're talking about like you know, the personality like kind of matches the watch, mm -hmm. right? So, uh, what do you think watches say about someone's identity? Yeah, I mean, I think it says a lot about it, right? And yeah, like um, the. That's one, the one drawback of a brand like Rolex right now is it can say one of two things, right? Like it, it either says you're not a watch guy and you bought into just the hype, or it says you are a watch guy and you actually know what's on your wrist and you don't know until you go up to, I had a, I was in the Destin airport and a guy was wearing the solid gold bluesy and uh -huh. I was wearing nice this and I was wearing mine. And I walked up to him and I said, Hey, that's a great Submariner. He goes, no, it's a Rolex. <laughs> Guys, if you saw yeah. how far back I rolled my fucking eyes. Oh, yeah, you're, oh. it's all white right now still, dude. Jesus. And I'm just standing there like, okay, what do I do now? And, you know, it's always awkward to even say that nice watch to somebody, right? I'm like, say that shit when someone says, hey, nice Pepsi. It's a Rolex. It's a yeah, it's, it's a, a Rolex. We should do that at wind up. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, nice watch. I was like, 
It's a Rolex. <laughs> and I said to the guy, I said, yeah, it says Submariner right there. And I have one on too. And he was like, cool. No, actually, he ended up becoming, he was like, I'm sorry, I'm not a watch guy. I I'm just a, thought it looked I really cool. I just play cool. one on TV. So what it is, is people who were into watches pre-2017 and after 2018. Yes. yes. Because most people who have Rolexes that are aware of what they have got it before 2018. Yeah, because you couldn't get them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when we were able to go into Ben Bridge, look at Batman's, get a fucking discount, walk yeah. out the same day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what I think, though, is and also I think they've just done a phenomenal job marketing to uh -huh. the people that aren't watch people, which is a much bigger market and saying we're the this is the pinnacle. Like if you've made it top of the you top gotta have this. And that's what and that's why he had that watch. And I don't blame him for that. But I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's a it's status totally piece, cool. right? Yeah, totally. <clears throat> yeah. And so but but I love like. Like, I think the Santos says a totally different thing, right? Like, if you, it's kind of a, if you know, you know, if you know, watch, you know, yeah, right. And, and so, um, so I think there's all sorts of them. That's why I don't, I'm not a one brand guy. Like, yeah. I've got you tons have of brands. so many brands. Yeah. I'm not a one brand guy. My dad and I collect together and he was a purist tag Heuer guy for a oh, long wow. time. And so he's got a lot of really cool stuff and he's got like the Turbion. Monza. And no, he doesn't have a Monza. What? Uh, he's not a vintage guy. Oh, um, so he's all he's more of the, the modern version of modern Carrera um, GPs are yeah, he's got he's got the 160th anniversary Carrera. He's got oh, the very first he's got the nice. one of like the first yeah. one off the line and stuff like that. So he's got really cool stuff, um, but he wasn't into other brands. Now he's getting into other brands. And I, I just taught him what IWC is uh, for his 75th birthday. It's but, a Nazi brand. Yeah. <laughs> It's fa it's family friendly. <laughs> You're gonna go what, over what did that. that? Yeah, uh, what did Christian say? Something something something. Nazis Nazis yeah. Nazis. <laughs> That's the JLC though, right? Yeah, that no. was the. Well, I think he was just talking about German washes in general. But yeah, the JLC did Christ have that. Christians their own, dude. <laughs> so, <clears throat> if you saw someone wearing a Seiko, right? What would you think of them? Just off the rip, right? Like. Uh, to you me, see someone I, wear like so a... I almost think Seiko's another one that has two options. Uh-huh. Either they just they love the design of watches, but they're wanting to play in the lower price points. Because mm -hmm. uh, I think Seiko has just such a huge variety of options for people. And they do a good job, great job for their price point. Um, How about Grand Seiko? I'm not a Grand Seiko guy. Yeah, because you why the fuck would you pay over a grand for a Seiko? <laughs> uh, I have. I thought one. you are. A grand I do. Seiko I am. Guy. I am. You I like am too. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm the only one here that's not a grand yeah. We love making we fun love, of shit yeah. though, yeah, yeah, yeah. because okay. that's like it's like I remember when I was like wearing just the original Grand Seiko that I had. It was like an OG dial Grand Seiko, so it had Seiko at the top. Yeah. And uh, I remember like people would like see like, oh, that's a six Seiko, and I would be like, son of. <laughs> Yes, yeah, it's gone back. Yeah. My, you, I just lost about three knew, grand of value yeah, right there. If only you knew that this was three grand. Yeah. So the Suratsu polishing, I'm telling yeah. you. And now when you like, it's like, it's goofy. Yeah. You know? Hey, I, I, I'm just not, I, uh, they just don't speak to me. Like, I, I respect them a lot. I just don't, they don't, nothing calls, hasn't called out to me. Yet. How about, how about Seiko? I also never, I've never, never owned a Seiko. Oh, um, really? Nope. Never. With your vast collection, I would have thought you would have had no, one. I, or in the in that kind of range, it was I had a, a like I said a few Bolivas, uh, a Citizen Skyhawk, I think it was called. Yeah, that's one a of those like watch. Um, it was all titanium, and it was like a, it was one of those. Um, what, what's that they use for the with the solar power? 
what do they call it? I forget. They have their own. Like, I know what you're talking about. It. There's a specific. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, again, early stage collecting, but then I kind of went into the you know the next straight light. into the higher end. yeah i kind of was like yeah hey, let's let's, let's go just, straight to four grand yeah <laughs> do you ever um is there any watch that you see on anyone that just turns you off from them and you're like that guy's a f- no oh uh, don't shame you blow like that actual piece of shit <laughs> yeah. just a garbage truck on fire <laughs> Uh, I think it would be the uh, the new OP that Rolex just launched with the, oh, with the, the celebration with the bubble gum, the bubbles or the uh, emoji day date. Oh, uh, I hate that oh, emoji did, day date. Yeah. The, that's like the that. autism speaks one. Yeah, that's the autism speaks yeah. one. Yeah, but, but, so, it's, not, so, but it's, it's not. But it's not about. It's not. It's not about it, that. Right. But they use the same like puzzle. I think you and I talked about that. Yeah, yeah. they use the same fucking puzzle. Because you you got me when you said it was about that. I was like, oh man, now I'm an asshole. Yeah. And then and then and then you're like, no, no, it's not actually about that. I'm like, okay, no, it's still a shitty watch then. Yeah. Because, dude, like, I don't know, like, to so me, like it's super moss. hype pieces, then. Yeah. I think so. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think I, I don't know if I'm trying to think. I've, after the show, I'll, I'll figure out one that really yeah, speaks to me. It'll just click, right? It'll click, yeah. But I don't really, it doesn't, it doesn't really do it for me. The the one, and it's not that they, they is douchebags, but I, I just don't get the concept of wanting a vintage watch. It just is a lot. It's totally lost on me. Like, you want a watch that's beat to crap. Listeners over here sense. are seething, dude. Oh, they hate me. I know. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I'm. I and I also understand. Like I'm in the minority, and I, there's a couple of guys I know. Um, there's all the, in Atlanta. They've got a great group um, that I've become a virtual Is it, member. Um, what's his name? Uh, Giancarlo, right? Yeah, Giancarlo. Yeah. Giancarlo's his group. His group. And Atlanta Watch Society. Yeah, they're awesome. Great and, people. Yeah, I'm on their WhatsApp, and I met. There's a gentleman in there um, that that has a, a vintage business. Is it Max? Yeah. Yeah. It's Max Braun. Yeah. We, we had, like, were you there? So Max was actually here last week. Last right? week. Yeah. And he, so we hung did you all out. dinner with him? Yeah. Oh, I was, so we I was grabbed, supposed to be, I was supposed we grabbed to come, beers yeah. and shit. And like, he's great. He was, so he is actually, so he comes to often, so Austin often. And he actually wants to get on the show. And ah. so, well, there's a waiting line. Yeah. Right? <laughs> now that I've come, Max, you're Sorry. welcome. Sorry. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, and he's great. And he and I have had a bunch of messages uh, on WhatsApp or DM and I'm and and he'll show me a watch and and I'm like, "Ah, oh, it's great. It's got a whole bunch of banged up, you know. Can't wait to pay, spend 12 grand for that." <laughs> you know, and and he, we laugh about it. And I I have total respect for anyone who's into him. I know I'm the minority that doesn't like him, but yeah. I just it, I want when I get it for me, most of mine still look like they're in great shape. You know, my Santos I've had for a year has one scratch on it. Um, and I just that's how I want them to look. My my watches are fucking scratched the shit up. <laughs> like actually, if you, but it's not because I don't wear them. Like none of I don't have a safe that they're just. How do you stuck how in. do you not just careful. scratch them? I just don't like whack it against. He's the not like you. This guy scuffed up his uh, Starbucks within like five hours of owning one. I think. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Did I, I, I walked out of. The boutique did on, and so. you slammed it on a DDR machine or something. Fuck you! No, I didn't. <laughs> I thought that's what it was. But well, the whole thing with like the whole vintage thing—it's it, true, right? So before the show, actually, before we started recording, we were talking about it. And to me, I am someone who was super big into vintage, sixteen seventy-five, sixteen eighty, like all like the good vintage references, even like Omega Connie's. Like I was a big fan of them, like the OG pie pans, but. It's difficult when you live a lifestyle that kind of dictates you working out, getting into the water, going to like a sauna or something, and actually using your watch. The practicality. The of practicality it. of it 
isn't there if you're wearing Vintage. Because, sure, you could get it serviced, but why risk it, right? Yeah. When your watch is as old as your grandpa. And there's a lot of pitfalls, too. If you buy something, you don't know how authentic it is. Well, right? that's the thing. Yeah. I th here, Here's what I will say for the Vintage people is I do think it's like next level collecting. Because if yeah. you know what, you have to really know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I get to be lazy and just go to an AD and then they give me something that I have like 99.9% .9 likelihood it's real. And I don't have to ask any questions. I'm, I'm So there's a part yeah. of it like vintage collecting is next level. I do believe that. <clears throat> there is one vintage watch I will have at some point. What is it? Not a specific watch yet. I don't know what it is. I'd love. Oh, I'd lo I see. Uh, DM me anyone who has ideas, but a birthday watch. I love the oh. concept of oh, yeah. birth year I watches. I love birth year yeah, watches. Yeah. Love it. And I don't have one from 1981. But 1981 was a shitty year for watches. For watches. You, you have the it's 1600. It's all like oyster quartzes and shit like that. <laughs> the, <laughs> the 16800 was around that time. The first uh, Rolex that had a sapphire crystal. Well, the other one that someone told me was the that the Sea Dweller from back then was a 40 yeah. millimeter. Correct. So that's kind of interesting. But then it, that, I, I think it looks a lot like the modern sub. So. It does. It does. Um. Like the oh man, the birth year watch. I, I don't even years. have one. There, I don't even. You I don't even remember when you were born, though. But yeah. yours, your, but a birth year watch for you wouldn't be vintage. It would not be. It would be neo vintage. I yeah. thought a birth year watch is. I'm in vintage. Or a vintage right? is 20, 20 years plus. Isn't that so. what? Is, isn't is that the definition? 20? I think it's if 20 so, years. That's, yeah, then it might okay, so be anything. So you'd be turn of the century. Man, I bought my son his birth year watch before fucking I got mine. Wait, what? It's a Sea Dwellers Oh, it's a Z. It's a Z sir. Freshman in high school. Damn, you treated him well, huh? Fuck no. What? You? It depends if he's worthy of it, right? If he's so like does a, he have it already? Oh, okay. Right. Oh, what he's been wearing, like though? That. So you got it ready for Ready. Him. I yeah. love that. Yeah. And what, what he has been wearing, though, he is getting into watches, actually, because he loves the Monaco. Nice. And he loves it because of Breaking Bad. Because oh, yeah. yeah, it's a big watch. Yeah, it's a big watch. He's Breaking like, Bad. I've never heard of Le Mans, but it's, for, it's from Breaking Bad, right? Yeah. <laughs> And so what he wears now Steve is McQueen actually who? a Zodiac. It's a Zodiac GMT that he's been wearing. Because it feels like he fucking goes to California. <laughs> That's awesome. So, Jeff, I, uh, um, <clears throat> being a collector that you are, there's so much happening today, you know, with microbrands and independence and all of that. What do you see is most exciting for you right now in the space? Like what's developing? What's something new that you find most interesting? I think there's, I don't know if I would call it in the micro brand space, but there's, any, anything, yeah, any there's watches. a group of brands that I feel like are a little underneath the, the big brands everybody's thinking about, but they're really coming on hot, like a Norcane or a Parmigiani. They're not even in the same, they're not all in the same grouping as each other. But I feel like we have, I mean, look at what, in my opinion, I'm not a horological historian or anything like that, but like to see where, um, um, Panerai is at now versus where they were before Sylvester Stallone tried one on. Um, and I feel like, you know, I, I think we, you, we talk about, um, Transseco's dial making and finishing Parmigiani to me is like next level. Like it's unreal what they're doing. Like, do you see their GMT where the, yeah. the third hand hides? That is so cool. It's cool. And Chopek doing similar things. And so I feel like it's those brands are starting to really come in at, the, you know, it used to be, you can't even think about trying to get an AP or a Patek or, uh, you know, forget VC. Richard Mill, VC. Um, but these brands are kind of coming in. Moser 
another one that's kind of. I was gonna say so. Out. It's been oh, like Moser. Yeah, that's the range. Sizzapec. I, I yeah. Is, is it? I don't need. No, no I've been I heard think chop you're, you're you got chop it. Pack I, just, right I just call it Sizzapec. Yeah, but well, you, uh, you also say bevulgary, don't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah I've heard you say that before. Sizzapec. Um, so I, to me, I think like if I go to the next scale of orology, I think that's the range. I be. I really think. Um, Parmigiani is one of the next ones. I'm also a huge Longay fan. Like, I love Longay. fuck, it's the fourth of the Trinity to me. Like, I think, I think it's, it's not a Trinity. It's their it's dad. Yeah, I think it's awesome stuff. Dad, the, yeah. site, the site work is such a cool piece. The site work is one of my favorites. It was my all time. Like, I was like, oh, I'll, I'll buy that eventually. Yeah, Have, and you haven't yet. No, the site work striking time. It's hard now though because. So a few years ago, I went to a AD in Arizona where I go a lot because my family there, and they had one. And so I have pictures of wearing one. Um, and now they they're not an AD anymore, but um, now it's one of those like yeah, which which three other ones are you gonna buy before you buy mm -hmm. the the site work? So it's just yeah. getting tough. Yeah, that's just how it is. That's part of the game. Yeah, can't blame them. It's a business. It's the game. It is the game. Yeah. yeah. So. You know what? Let's let's talk a little bit about Jeff. Jeff, the guy is it Jeffrey on Instagram knows? Let's is talk it about spelled J E F F or G E O F F? You've been hanging out with Mike from Zodiac. Too, <laughs> if, you think, if you think it's a G, is it Jeffrey? <laughs> I'm, I'm from America. <laughs> no, so so uh, yeah, it's with a J. J. See the American way. Yeah. Hey, American. so when I first saw that name spelled G-E-O-F, -E I called him G-Off. I was like, yo, G-Off, what's up, Joffrey? <laughs> Joffrey. Joffrey. <laughs> so let's ask you, so if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? You know, it's funny. I actually had this conversation last night with my eight-year-old. So, <laughs> so you guys... On the ball. Not that hard when you yeah, just had to talk through this with your eight-year-old. smart. Because, we got SMRT. Yeah. Because she was watching Super Pets and needed to tell me about every single Super Pet. It's a great movie, by the way. It has Kevin Hart. Well, and The Kevin Rock. Hart. And The Rock, yeah. Probably the only celebrity I follow is The Rock. Love that guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the, the it's either telekinesis, right? So you can like read people's brains and move shit. Or uh, flying. Ooh, flying would be Who tight. Who doesn't want to fly? How about how about you, Jay? You first. You first. Mine would be falling downstairs without getting hurt. <laughs> That's so, a superpower yeah. too. So I could just you, like you have a single story house, don't you? Yeah, but I can go to any stairwell <laughs> in the country. Like, yo, guys, check this Watch out. This. Boom, 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 and just make a ton Hold of people laugh. Yeah. That'd That's be mine. It? That's really low. I that, feel. That's yeah, I have one. expectations. That's of it. Life. That's it. Just one. <laughs> yeah. So I would want the superpower to fill a space up with something. If Ooh. I point, like, let's say I point, right? Yeah. So, like, if I point at you right now, huh? I could fill your bladder That's, with water. You would kill someone. Yeah. Or I could point at that closet a gajillion dollars. Ooh, I like that. Oh, there you, you can fill it up with anything. Yeah. So, boom. Ah, so that's the part that's, that's different. Fill up a bank account. Yeah. There you go. That's yeah. awesome. Fill up a what? Rolex AD. They'll there's, still tell you that everything's sold out. <laughs> the, there's that... <laughs> It's all there's, exhibition only, though. Yeah, <laughs> no movement. <laughs> there's that guy at Moda that had like all those tutors. Oh yeah, Jesus Christ! Probably had that power. <laughs> this dude we saw on this Facebook selling group had like seven FXDs. And we're like, what the fuck? And he was trying to. I think he just bought a ton of them, thinking they were going to be a lot. And he's trying to get his money back. Yeah, trying to eat shit. That's when you lowball. That's when you lowball. So, what's the most 
fascinating or surprising thing that you've discovered about the hobby that most people might not know? <laughs> um, honestly, like the probably the biggest thing that when you say most people, my mind goes to non-watch collectors who are thinking about watches is that Rolex is not the pinnacle. Yeah. Right. If you think about your average person, that's just starting to even think about a watch. They just think Rolex is it. And then, you know, I had no idea about AP, you know, we talked about the Trinity yeah. or Lange or, or some of these other brands. So I think that would be one of them. How about for people who are in the hobby who are or like who are, start, who are getting started and no, they don't, they know that like, Oh, AP, VC, yeah. You know what the thing that took me a while to figure out was like that there's this thing called wrist size and not every watch fits every wrist. Right. It took me forever to figure that out. And I have definitely bought watches that I'm like, now that I figured that out, I don't know if I really love this watch on me or something like that. It's a thing that no, watch people don't, it takes a while to figure that out. Me with a fucking Panerai. <laughs> Jesus Did you Christ. see the new 40? Yeah. The 40 submersibles? No, the 40 Luminar. Because the submersible's tall as so, well. So is the, is they the, just came out with a 40 Luminor with an auto, a quick detach on the, on is the straps Is it waterproof, and though? Because Oh, I, I think yeah. so, but I'm not Because sure. they made those smaller ones that you... The Douay. It's like 5 ATM, dude. Oh, you can't swim photos. with it. Yeah, no, this isn't the Douay, though. This is the full Luminor. Okay, but in so a 40 it probably It just started then. coming out. Yeah, I'll check it out. Check I, it out. There's I a love blue Panerai. and a black, I think. I love Panerai. Panerai, you either love them or you hate them. I think. I mean, it's because like, well, I love them too, by the way. They, I feel that they do a lot of misrep- misrepresentation of their own brand. Like, um, they always are like a target by Periscope. And like, Periscope is like one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> they nailed them because they were posting fakes of Panerai's well, oh, yeah, on their own channel. Yeah, they post fake Panerai's on their own Instagram account. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. They and just so, were kind of clueless. They, they just like, didn't oh. know it was a fake. I mean, it like, makes sense because they probably just hired like an intern. Yeah. Getting paid like Or like some peanuts. marketing person that had no that, idea. That company's blown up fast oh, too, right? So you got to imagine quality. Growth is like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're growing so fast that the, the non, you know, not quality control of the product, but of the rest of their business, they're just hiring people like crazy. That's right. I think. Yeah, I mean it makes sense, but yeah. that's a that's a good one actually. Yeah, wrist size also. So I think there's this like journey on wrist size, right? Like you start out, you have no freaking clue that you have to pay attention to it. Then you kind of get overly aware of it. And now you're like hypercritical <laughs> of wrist size, and then you get to that I don't give a fuck stage, and you're like I'm gonna get an IWC, and I don't give a shit because that that big pilot crown is awesome, and that, I want that, that middle phase is when people post it's on like Reddit and you get. F- freaking roasted on reddit Be like is it too big for me is it <laughs> stop talking about winston like that <laughs> oh, shit. i got on reddit no, no, he's not, he's for not about like three, three months and i was like this is the nastiest group of people i've ever met it's a sludge fest dude. <laughs> i am not it's posting ever again yeah. it's awful i used to post on reddit actually quite often um back in are the good times of like the hobby yeah so like 2017 yeah 2018 like i was super active on reddit I actually met a lot of the guys that I know now in Austin off of Reddit. And now it's like you look at it, it's just so just mean people. They're just fucking assholes for no reason. Keyboard warriors. That's what happens when they're losers. <laughs> so go ahead, Brent, ask him the next question. What's the most <laughs> what's the most ridiculous thing you've ever done to impress someone? <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear it. And what watch were you wearing when that happened? Uh, it might even be pre-watch collecting. Oh, I might have been, been wearing it. a fossil or something. Let's yeah, go. Let's, let's hear it. That's go. even better. Oh, man. Let's what, get the cringe. Incredible thing. 
um, good friends of my, my good friends of mine when I was in my twenties hosted my birthday at their house every year, and they have amazing pool. And uh, my buddy's girlfriend was much younger than the rest of us, and she she came up to me when I walked in for like I don't know like twenty seventh birthday or something like that, and uh, and said, you know, this is what you get when you're when your thirty year old buddy dates a twenty one year old and she starts rapping. 40s on both my hands for Edward 40 hands <laughs> with duct tape. And I didn't really know what was going on. Anyway, that has nothing to do with, any, uh, there's nothing that I did there to impress, but um, fast forward later in the night. So I'm dating my now wife and I am obliterated, but I think she's now getting mad at me. And there's a point in the night where I'm like now getting kind of like uh, sad drunk. And I'm just saying like, I just want you to be impressed with me. <laughs> so, super sad, super lame. And she, and so my whole family knows this story. Her whole, her brothers and sisters, and they, anytime I'm around them and I'm starting to act stupid, they're just like, I just want you to be impressed with oh me. Oh my yeah, God, I love that's it. so good. It. Yeah. That's, so, that's actually really I didn't actually good. do anything to make her impressed. I did something to make her like probably not want to be around me. But... <laughs> hey, married though, so it must have yeah, worked. It must have worked. worked, dude. <laughs> it worked. Yeah. I'm gonna use yeah. that line. Yeah, hit it when we're no pickups needed. Just yeah. <laughs> no pickup lines. Just beg. Yeah. <laughs> Plead. <laughs> Plead. So, I mean, any other questions you got over there on that? This is the last one. That's okay. Here's the last one. And it's it's more on the watches again so what advice would you give to someone who's interested in getting started with the hobby of watches oh man well like we all know you're gonna buy some watches that you don't end up loving right like so but i think the biggest thing i would say and i think it's pretty typical of what you hear when people ask this question if anyone i think that's really cares about this hobby is just buy what you love like don't fall into the hype trap don't fall into you know what's gonna what's this gonna say about me um, try not to do that because it's going to say whatever the other person wants it to say. You know, they're going to make their opinion of you. If they're judging you by your watch, they're, they're, they're clearly not, they're judging a book by the cover and it's never right. So just freaking buy what you like, wear what you like, but not vintage, but definitely not, <laughs> old, not nice. old beat up stuff. <laughs> That other hey, people wore out. For all you vintage lovers, we're gonna post. We're gonna post. Here's Jeff's, his address. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll give you guys. A, it's Modern Watch Guy ATX on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. If you love vintage watches, this is the guy. This if you the, love vintage watches, just come to that part where I said it takes a higher level of collecting to be a vintage watch collector. <laughs> At like minute eighteen, that's the best part for you. <laughs> all right, so that's pretty much it. Let's close with uh this little song and ditty for today's sponsor. Shit, I don't... I'll start it off with you, dude. Okay. Whopper, 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 whopper. Junior double, triple whopper. Flame grilled taste with perfect toppers. I rule this day. Lettuce, mayo, pickle, ketchup. It's okay if I don't want that. Impossible, bow out, bacon, whopper. Any whopper my way. You rule your season today. At BK, have it your way. There we go. I don't even. I've never even heard that song. Jesus, it works though. Hey, thanks for listening, guys, and thanks again, Jeff, for yeah, honestly, for modern ATX watch guy, great guy. And if um, you know, you have any questions about vintage, hit him up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah DM me for any vintage watch questions. See All right, you later. Later.